mindset coaching is working with someone who has a block, something that is stopping them from reaching their true potential, identifying that block and finding solutions to work through that. Um, and I love working with content creators because everyone's at a different point in their journey and they're dealing with different things, whether it be a self-esteem issue, you know, whether it be that they really want to try something new or they're too afraid, whether it be they're um, scared of this next step because they've had instant success. You know, there's a lot of different points in the journey and helping people realize that you are capable of getting to this next level and it's okay to explore things and to create certain habits, certain daily habits that will position us to win. Have you ever had any of those like self-doubts yourself where, like, uh, where you were stuck in this place where you're like, I not entirely besides changing over to a new format uh where you just like you you doubted what you were doing and you were trying to figure it out and how did you manage to get past that obstacle every day every day every day, yeah. there, every day there's self-doubt every day there's like am i good enough is this enough but the difference between someone who's successful and not successful is the successful people say, well, this is me. I'm going to try my best. I'm going to continue instead of letting that stop them. That's yeah. the difference. And they don't yeah. see failure as failure. They see it as, okay, why did I mm -hmm. fail? Yeah. And the next time they try, they take what made them fail last time and they make sure that mm -hmm. doesn't happen again. Then you keep doing it. And then mm -hmm. at some point, uh, you'll get to somewhere where you could consider yourself successful at whatever it is you're doing. Basically. I, when I first started this, like if I had, if I had just given up on the first show, uh, we would not be doing this right now. But every single week has just been a, a growth and evolution of the idea until I feel like we actually got to the show, the point where it's like, yeah, this is cool. This is working. This is interesting. And people want to uh, be interviewed and, and have these discussions and have these debates about these important topics. And those successes, it's, it's all about failure. Like every success, it's a cliche, but every success is found on the back of a hundred failures, like the battery and the light bulb and all those kind of things. Nobody figured that out immediately. It's, you have to keep trying and keep failing until you get it right. And, Sometimes you might not get it right sometimes, <laughs> uh, but that's just, that's just part of life. And as long as you keep a positive mindset that can always help you, uh, improve and get better. Yeah. I, a big part of that is honestly saying, I may not know how to do this yet, but I am capable of learning how to do this. You know, yes. having that type of mindset doesn't necessarily have to be 100% positive all the time. You can say, this is going to suck, but you dive in anyway. You know, that <laughs> willingness to embrace the suck, the willingness yeah. to embrace the hardship and say, this is part of the process. I may not like it, but I can honor that hardship as part of what will make me a better person and what will get me to where I want to be. Yes. Gr grim determination, as I love to call it. Mm -hmm. Nobody head, head down, face forward, and one step at a time. Mm -hmm. uh, to give an example, what's his name? Freddie Mercury did not pick up a guitar for the first time and just learn how to write Bohemian Rhapsody. It did not come to his like brain the first time he ever learned an instrument. You have to keep 
figuring it out and learning as you go in regards to mindset coaching you also like this is this part is going way over over my head you mentioned neuro-linguistic programming and timeline <laughs> therapy like yes can you elaborate on what those are and how they tie into mindset coaching well, I'll touch on uh, timeline therapy first. It's what I'm most proficient at, um, but it's not as relevant to this conversation. So uh, timeline therapy in traditional therapy, you know, you go to a therapist and um, you have a usually a specific event um, and, or a series of events that you're trying to find closure with. And so the therapist tries to help you create closure surrounding that event, but we have emotions tied to an event. Let's just say there was a fire, for example, and you're scared. And so you have this sense of fear. It's not the first time you've experienced fear and it's not going to be the last. So even if you find closure with that specific fire that occurred, you're going to experience fear over and over again as a repetitive emotion. So what timeline therapy does is works on the emotion itself and coming to terms with that and creating mindfulness around that emotion. So that way, the next time you're starting to feel that anxiety and that fear, then you can know that you're capable of getting through it and finding solutions to get through that as opposed to just taking care of that one instance of it we on our last show which was about ptsd mm -hmm. we actually did discuss something kind of similar to this right. uh, the idea that one approach to ptsd is actually to expose yourself to the problem that you, you went through in order to learn like how to build up a resistance and uh, uh, understanding of that feeling so that you can uh, move past mm -hmm. it. It sounds somewhat similar to that, but like mm -hmm. vastly more complex. Uh, <laughs> have you ever used it on people while you were questioning them? Like to, no, no okay. Cause I feel like I could, uh, I've, I've, I've actually had a fear of dogs. My, if I may ask, like just as an example, I've had a fear of dogs my entire life because one a dog attempted to like pack me and i was really young and my mind kind of goes back to that experience uh obviously you, you can't offer like professional advice but in a situation like that how would you approach that kind of problem and help someone like learn to uh grow uh past that experience well i would first ask you is do you feel that emotion that is associated with that um, instance often? And are there any particular triggers that bring it on? I mean, other than seeing a dog, of course, you know, course, and yeah. identifying when it happens and how it happens, and then really diving deep into how you're feeling in that moment and exploring that, being willing to face ourselves again is such a big deal and say, let me look at it. Let me experience this discomfort. Let me experience this pain. And then when you're ready, you can release it and say, it is okay. It is okay to feel this way. It is okay to not know what to do in this instance. But sometimes we have to clench and we have to kind of like a muscle. And then we eventually have to release that muscle, you know? Yeah, I can. I'm going to be, I'm going to be taking a bit of that advice to heart and actually trying to apply mm -hmm. it those kind of situations and uh see if it helps a little because it, it's it, it it sounds like a completely valid approach to yeah. i mean i mean it's a very it's a very 
very good thing to uh, offer people coaching in these days because there, there are a lot of activities that teaches you how to deal with stress, uh, anger, you know, fear, ex very extreme emotions mm -hmm. uh, without actually teaching you how to deal with them. But you learn through experience by doing it from a, a relatively young age. But those activities are a little bit few and far between now in our modern age because like if if you want to learn how to consecutively deal with fear and stress uh, without learning actual techniques for it and learning it by experience you have to be willingly put or for some people unwillingly put in situations of high high fear and high stress yeah. again and again and again and again so like unless you're competing in high contact sports like you know american football rugby martial arts uh downhill super super g skiing uh, skydiving <laughs> I'm stuff, good. stuff I'm like good. that yeah. stuff like that you you won't be uh you won't be subject to these extreme emotions mm -hmm. until you're in a situation in you know your normal life where where you're then uh, where you're then subjected to it and then you won't be able to handle it that's why what victoria does is necessary in this day and age in my opinion i, I could Thank say you. that streaming could probably be considered one of those high stress situations <laughs> yeah i mean i mean streaming Depends. streaming yeah i mean th that's that's where that's where the coaching or the experience comes in because streaming is great streaming is fantastic streaming mm -hmm. is one of the most awesome things that i personally have ever done uh but you know every every now and then uh there there might arise situations where you may completely shut down or you may feel attacked or cornered uh, or something like that. And, uh, and that's where, you know, uh, what Victoria teaches or what you are able to amass through experience comes into play. Because if that's your first real uh, meeting with fear or stress or anger or anxiety, you're not going to be, be able to handle that situation very well. Absolutely. Uh, so, I mean, you, you're right, but uh, it's usually not like, like out, it's, not like out of hand. You know yeah. what I mean? It's usually an isolated thing. It's always just like one individual can ruin those kind of situations. Yeah. And you know how it is. You could be doing an amazing stream, and then one troll just tries to ruin the whole atmosphere. And especially depending on the type of individual you are, like especially if you're a woman on this platform, it can be. Uh, yeah much more much worse or much more frequent uh, uh do you pr do you provide these on a professional capacity victoria the mindset coaching yeah. uh yeah I, I have sessions that you can purchase uh -huh. do you want do you want to throw up a link in the chat for people yeah. who would like to be able to avail of these i might uh might have to consider consider this myself yeah, just to add further validity to what Victoria is talking mm -hmm. about, uh, a lot of the things and techniques she is talking about uh, is stuff that I did when I used to practice martial arts, uh, where I I was actually yelled at during uh, by my by my coach during a tournament because I got angry, <clears throat> mm -hmm. uh, and that was in the like fifth round, and we were so even that we were heading into like extra rounds. Uh, versus the guy I was fighting, uh, and uh, during one of one of the rounds, one of the last rounds, I got super angry and I just went in, into complete rage mode, and I won the fight. And my coach was so pissed; he was he was so mad because I, I I got angry. 
and for the next three months we we practiced techniques uh, not to not get angry but techniques to not let that control us and yeah, to let it wash off you and kind of just mm-hmm. uh, let it pass yeah Become or more u- stoic or mm-hmm. use it or use it mm-hmm. Ch- channel I mean, it in a positive way yeah ang- anger is a useless emotion unless you can direct it and yeah. uh, objectively administer it mm-hmm. to what you want to happen yeah, it gives you a little bit of edge when you're oh, able yeah. to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, do you, want, was... you want to go hard for like a month? Oh, anger is the best. <laughs> As a practicing uh, Buddhist myself, uh, this is the kind of mindset that it's not always easy. It's not always nobody expects you to be like a perfect human being all the time. But it's all about how you take those moments. And if you're angry at something, you're like, maybe I'm channeling this anger in the wrong direction maybe i should take that and like invest that frustration into like putting more time into something on my stream or 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 spending more time practicing my martial arts or or things like that uh as masty masty posted a pretty famous quote there in the chat anger is like taking poison yourself expecting it to work on somebody else <laughs> anger can be good like sometimes let's just say you're trying to lose weight at some point you may look at yourself in the mirror and you're like i hate what i see and that can you're so angry at the mistakes that you've made that you go out and you kick your own ass and then you make yourself into what you've wanted to be all along sometimes it's a good thing sometimes it's good to use it like you know Seppa was saying like in the correct way in a way to use it as fuel to ignite you to move forward as opposed to using it to mull and to stay stagnant absolutely yeah. i can to, i can or to use it to go after skinny people because you're mm-hmm. not happy with the way you look you know that's that's yeah. bad anger you know but mm-hmm. using it as a driving force to make a necessary change to take care of the reason why you're angry, that's mm-hmm. good anger. And that, that, that's a mindset that I find is very prevalent on the internet nowadays, that <laughs> people are investing their anger in the wrong place. Well, uh, honestly, how dare you? <laughs> a lot of it has to do with self-esteem. Uh, hear me out yeah. here. Like where if you're on social media and you're like allowing other people to upset you, then you need to say to yourself, hey, I value my time. I value my emotional energy enough that I'm not going to allow my time, my energy to be spent on nonsense and to be spent on reaction because I have laser focus on my goals. So you kind of have to talk yourself up and be like, how does this serve me? If this doesn't serve me, then I'm moving on because I value my time enough. <laughs> gospel. Sep definitely gospel. approves. <laughs> Sep definitely approves of that one. Um, Poetic says being patient seems to be a very rare art in today's society. People are so quick to anger and be offended. I think, I think the internet makes it look that way. I kind of find that like offline, it's not quite as prevalent. It's not quite as common because the internet just makes it so easy. And as you mentioned with insecurity, uh, the internet is like a breeding ground for insecurity because you can just find thousands of other people that are just as insecure as you telling you that it's everybody else's fault and you shouldn't be doing something about it. Uh, instead of like working on yourself and uh, 
making yourself a better person. Yeah, it's 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 also that the way, like the path, the barrier between expressing it and acting out on it, it's so much smaller, right? If if you see someone in real life who says something that you disagree with in public with, you know, an audience, it's hard to go up to them and say like, hey, what you're saying right now is wrong or I personally disagree with it, whatever, or just telling them, listen, man, you're a dick for saying that. It's just, <laughs> I mean, there are opinions where the only reasonable response is you're a dick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and th- that is hard. That is dangerous. That is that is a risk. Now you sit behind the keyboard and you can just let the fingers fall. All of a sudden it's not, it's not dangerous at all. It takes, it takes you half a second. You vomit some rage out and you go on with your day and uh the that doesn't give people the time to stop and evaluate the situation yeah definitely mm-hmm. uh at the end of the day uh positivity and like a bit of inner a bit of inner mindset coaching as you like to call it is exactly what could uh help you figure out exactly what it is you want to do um if any of you folks are like active streamers or creators, I would highly recommend following her channel and uh, maybe even throwing a message her way because I know she's always open to experiencing uh, new perspectives from new people and love people. Uh, even consider checking out that mindset coaching. I'm probably going to check it myself. Uh... Hey there, folks. Good job getting to the end of the show. Before you do anything, please do check out our guests for today's episode. You can find links to their stuff in the descriptions of wherever you're watching this. If you did enjoy the show, please do check us out on social media. You can find us under No Word Count pretty much everywhere. We're on Twitch, we're on YouTube, we're on podcast apps and websites. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, and we will soon be on Patreon. So... If you feel like you enjoy the content and would like to support us, that would be a legitimate way to do so soon. And you can also help us out with a subscription over on Twitch. That will help us improve the quality of the show in the future and continue to bring on engaging, interesting guests and have worthwhile discussions. Thank you for tuning in. Take care of yourselves. Stay beautiful.